From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 562. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet and Enigma Stationery. My name is Mike Curley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hi, Mike. How are you? It's so annoying that, like, I feel like I have to make public disclosures about my health when I <laughs> every time I start a new thing in my job. <laughs> right? Like, I can't just have a cold. Right, I can't right. just have it. I've got to be like, yes, I have a cold, or like for people that have heard multiple shows this week, like, yes, I have still have the cold, and also like people, they like they they follow my illness, right? So like Kate in the chat now is like, you sound better than yesterday, Mike, right? Like, yep. <coughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that, that was complete i'm gonna keep that in the show i would usually that remove that purpose. but that was too good for, for that moment <laughs> um it i don't know if i'm but be- i i got almost going on me i got back cold and that was, that was fantastic <laughs> it's super strange of like i just have this like i can't hide you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. just like just like just feel sick and just like get on with my life. But yeah, here I am. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's funny. Like I was going to call it out for a second, but I was like, you know what? Mike's probably done this like five times already. So but we'll I just let Mike not, have a call. Right? Just listen to me. <laughs> right. You know what I right, mean? Right. Like everyone knows how I sound and like I'm coming yeah. on the show and I'm like, hello, everybody. It's me. And like, yes. you know, I can't hide from it. So when our Zoom call started today, chat, our our... I we sometimes make funny voices, just like hello, mate, and and Mike just sounded like a monster, and I was like, yeah. is he making a funny voice or is he sick? I was like, oh no, he's oh. actually sick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, well, you're in luck today, Mike, because I have a lot of, to talk about, so you won't have to talk as much. All right, I'm I'm in one of those situations, love it, where I, I'm in a very happy situation because okay. I have just a litany of pens, like uh. right here next to. Uh, my desk to my writing pad, all within easy reach. Let's see. Let, let me count. Let me count the pens that I've actually used today that are sitting right here, not in a pen case, just laying on my desk. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So there's seven products sitting right here. Um, not all products we're talking about today, but just in general. Like I have new pens to uh-huh. test, old pens to talk about, uh, constant. Uh, pens that are with me all the time sitting here this i'm using all the things i'm very happy with my current writing situation starting with the pilot 743 verdigree okay. so we talked about this last week i believe it was last week yep. or two weeks it ago was last week um so this was uh you know big big cheers to pilot for making a colorful barrel which uh-huh. like in the grand scheme of things, this is literally like the least they could do, <laughs> right? It's just a basic kind of green. It's a cool green color with gold trim, like in their in their um, model seven forty three pen. Uh-huh. And like I am just like shouting from the rooftops, "Yay, pilot!" <laughs> for like the most basic thing, but I I do love it because we don't get it very often from them, and at least not in a broader um, market. You know, release right. They might do some store specials in Japan or some really you know customized small runs of of things. But this is a broader release, North American release for the Pilot Seven Forty Three Verdigree, which is beautiful. And I wanted to buy it to 
not, I mean, I don't have a 743, which isn't the reason why I wanted to buy it, but I wanted to buy it because this is something different from Pilot, which I talked about, um, you know, before, talked about last week, right? And this is what I've been banging the drum for. So I want to put my money where my mouth is and, and get the thing that they did. And I'm very happy with it. I did pick up an FA nib with this one. So the 743 has so pilot does does the 912 lineup which is one of their core lineups it has 15 nib choices the 743 has about seven or eight it doesn't have the full complement but it did have the fa nib which i don't own and i kept uh wanting to buy if i ever bought a, another pilot i was going to get it with an fa nib but they never had anything interesting right i didn't want to buy another black and silver 912 even though that's one of my favorite pens of all time i don't need two of those like it's the exact same thing even if it's a different nib so i got the fa nib here and it's kind of a bouncy i wouldn't go as far as calling it a flex nib but pilot has the falcon nib which is one of their classic soft fine nibs it's kind of different shape than their traditional nibs and the falcon nib is very much less flexible than the fa nib um, and i wouldn't classify either of them as flexible but the fa nib has a lot more bounce it's got some cutouts on the side of the nib on the wings to give it a little bit more give it's got a long uh long single slit through the the middle of the nib to give it some extra bounce and it's just and a really enjoyable writing nib. I'm not a flex user, right? I don't write, you know, I don't have the writing style to really get the full benefit of a flex nib. So this is kind of somewhere in between where it's bouncy and I get some line variation and it works even well with my printing style. Like my vertical strokes are thin. I mean, my vertical strokes are wide, my horizontal strokes are thinner. So it kind of gives you that interesting character that a nib with a little bit of give yeah. will give you. So. I knew I was going to, I mean, there was 0% chance I was going to dislike this pen, right? It's kind of perfect. I like the size of it. So it's the same size as the 823, which is the vacuum filler, but much lighter for obvious reasons. It does not contain the vacuum mechanism. So it does ship with the Con 70 converter, the larger converter. So it's just well-balanced. It's This is a good classic writing fountain pen. I mean, it's a little expensive, right? It's... It was $340, something like that, in that ballpark, give or take, um, 10 or $20. So something like that. So it's not cheap, but, you know, gold nib, kind of um, limited-ish. You know, it's, it's pretty widely available if you're interested in it. Um, and cool. Like, I, I really like it. So I unboxed it on stream uh, just yesterday. I got it in last week. I held it and unboxed it. The biggest decision I had was trying to figure out what to ink it with. And I knew for a fact that I was not going with any shade of green because I would be very unhappy <laughs> trying to match this color, right? The Pilot 743 Verdigris, I don't even know how you describe what color it is. You can just say it's green, but that's just such a broad category of color. Like, can you even, like, like try to lean a little bit into a more specific type of green this color is? Aquamarine? Yeah, I guess so. So but I don't it's even funny know if that's green. Like obviously aquamarine right. is like blue. I, mean, it's a I haven't bluish. seen it though, right? Like right, right, the, right. The, the pictures images, are pretty accurate. It's like I don't know. Like it's like is it emerald? Not really. Right. I mean, is yeah. it? You know, it's complicated. It, this is interesting. But that's actually what draws me to this pen in the images of like oh, I haven't really seen a green like that before. What I do know is it goes really well with the gold. 
Yes, it's perfect with the gold. And like to to your point, if they did just what we would consider just a, a more traditional green, I would be less interested in it. Like this is kind of a weird green, but in a classy, vintagey kind of way. Like I yeah. I kind of like it. So I knew there was zero percent chance I was putting a green uh, ink in here because Kate I would be disappointed. In with the with the knowledge here, verdigris mm-hmm. is the color that copper uh, patinas to when it weathers. I can see that in this color for sure. That's what that color is. Mm -hmm. A bright bluish green encrustation or patina formed on copper or brass by atmospheric oxidization. And now that that. that you say that, it's like, oh yeah, it's like the color of the Statue of Liberty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a, it's a good color. It's an interesting uh, color, you know? So, um, so I, I went with like a, a magenta pink, right? To match that color, Uh to complement the pen. I was going to go purple, or like a hot pink or dark pink magenta E. And I went with Sailor Manio Akibi, which is, I also wanted, I didn't want just like a flatter Eroshizuku ink, like uh, Sutsuki I had, I had was a choice there. It's a very hot pink. But with this nib that puts down a lot of ink and has a little bit of flex, you want to see some character in the ink. So Sailor Manio Akibi has that. It's got good shading. It's got good sheen. And it's just a very rich magenta E color that goes well with the green. So, in short, I'm I'm very happy with the 743. I'm going to keep using it. I'm sure I will review it at some point because I don't have a model 743 review. Um, I, I've never owned a 743 um, because it. I don't know even know that they were all always available in the U.S. market. Just the model, but the model is mostly coming just you know black right. and gold trim. I think they have a couple of other random editions they've done the past maybe a brown one i can't remember but i i will do a review of this eventually it's not going to be like at the top of the review list but i'm going to use this a bunch because I, I really like it and i'm very happy with it so far they did a good job yeah i'll be interested to see when you do the review like more of like a uh, more on like how that differs from the other models like what makes the 743 an interesting exactly. model itself like why That's- or why does it even exist Yes, that's yeah. the that's the review of this pen. Yeah. So cool. I'm gonna spend some time using it before I do that. So this isn't one I'm gonna rush into at all. So I wanna wanna figure it out a little bit and where it falls in line with some of the rest of the pens. I did another unboxing on stream uh, last week in preparation for a review that was going to run this week, and that was of the Lamy. Neolab digital pen. Um, you and I have talked about this in the past. We've talked about many. I'm sorry, I have oh. to stop you. Oh, this, hit me. Go. This is something that I knew needed to be on this show. So you know me. You know how mm-hmm. I feel about the buy. You know, like X buy. X, you know, something buy something. <laughs> okay, like, sure. They did it right here, right? Lamy X Neolab. Lamy by mm-hmm. Neolab. Right, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Neolab mm-hmm. made the thing, but it's Lamy branded. A couple okay. of days ago, I was on a bus and I went past like a, a bar or something or store and it said Hennessy, right? That's the alcohol, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. A, I don't yes. actually don't know what Hennessy is. It's like a cognac. Cognac, I, I think. It said Hennessy X ginger. Mm. Now what it was trying to tell you is that Hennessy and ginger is a good combo. Okay. But it, what it what it is saying is that gin that Hennessy is made by ginger is what it's what that is saying, right? Hennessy by yes. ginger. Now just there is a there's another thing like you could just rotate the x and it's a plus right mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. means and you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's right there you don't need it doesn't everything have to be x 
Also, how are people saying this? Are they saying, like, is someone in a marketing department saying, walking around, oh, we have our new campaign. It's called Hennessy X Ginger. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> if you're saying and, then put and. That's, yes. That's the end of my run. Yeah. No, you know I how think much this very, annoys me. It annoys me. That's a very valid rant. At at this point, it's a it's a Hennessy plus ginger equals awesome is what they're trying to like get you to, right? Yeah. But it's just completely broken in how they're trying to get. Also, there. it yeah, just I'm looked bad, right? Because it was like they had the whole like the Hennessy logo, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it just said like X ginger in like a crappy mm-hmm. font, <laughs> and it's just kind of yeah. like. Was why why are you doing this? Yeah, I'd be thinking like, is ginger like a bar? Is that like exactly. some fancy bar? Like that we need to like. Okay, yeah, so I'm funny. with you. So All right, so that's, that's what I have to say. So I wrote this down, Lamy X Neo Lab, and but I I always have to verify this stuff. Like that's what the box said, so that's what I wrote down yep. here. So job. I'm 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 glad it passed uh, your your test. Um, it did not it did not pass Brad's um Brad's writing test, but not because not due to the digital pen aspect of it. So let me cover that first. Um the digital pen, which I think a lot of people I don't I won't get too into it. I think most of y'all know that a lot of companies will make a digital pen and it comes with a notebook that will partner with the pen, pair with the pen. And there's like a little camera in the front end of the pen and you download an app and your notes get digitized, right? Yep. Um, as, as you write. So the technical aspects of this worked flawlessly. It was actually really impressive. Huh. Um, it was like as impressive as we were back in the day with that, that Moleskine is like, Oh my gosh, this yeah, like literally good. works. So like I had my phone sitting right next to the notebook as I was writing and it was like instant, just as I was writing, it was filling out the notebook in the app. I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. And then it had real quick ways for me to like switch colors or switch line widths. I just tap on this little card that they provided. I tap it on orange, then I could write orange and then I tap the extra line width and I could highlight a little bit, not highlight over a line, but make a, like a marker line. It was legitimately a good um, process. Like it really, really worked exactly how I thought it should work. Right. But then the stationary nerd um, kind of <laughs> went off the deep end <laughs> trying to make an even better writing pen. So the way this pen is designed, it's a Lamy Safari, which is great. And it has a D1 refill in the tip of the pen. So that's what you're actually writing with in your notebook, which is also fine. Well, with that type of setup and with the D1 refills and the whole camera hardware within the pen, that opening, there was a little tip rattle when you write, you know, like the little tick, 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 tick you know, when you're writing, right? So <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that a little later on today. Yeah, that, that, episode, that's, that comes we? up. The That's yeah. a topic today. <laughs> this has been tip um, route week with Brad. Dowdy. Yeah, but this one's not bad because it was metal on plastic, but I was like, oh, can I mitigate this some, right? Can I put a little washi tape on the refill? Um, so I put it like towards the end. Of, I took out the refill. Refill is very easy to slide in and out. Took it out the refill, put it towards the tip of the pen, slid it back in. I was like, ah, it's still kind of rattling a bit. Let me try to put this on towards the rear of the refill. 
So I took it back out, untaped it, put the tape back to the rear end of the refill, and the digitization started being really, really wonky. Like it was not picking up my writing. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, what did you do, Brad? Uh, it's like, okay, well, let me just take the refill out and get this tape off and just go back to the standard because it really works well. Um, and then I pulled the refill out and the tape didn't come with it. Right. So <laughs> this is not a pen that's easily disassemblable. No. Is that a word? Disassemblable. Um, and I didn't have the right hardware to like take apart this barrel. So I essentially ruined like the camera digitization ability to read of this pen. So I ruined like this whole $200 pen <laughs> or $200 setup. And I had to like apologize to the person that loaned it to me <laughs> for that. And I offered to pay for it. And they were kind. They, this is someone, some of the person who loaned it to me actually deals with these um, for like a school. So like they have a lot of them. So like, uh -huh. Oh no, I, I work with Neo. I'll send it to them. They'll repair it for me. Not a big deal. Don't sweat it. I'm glad it, I'm glad the part that worked, worked well. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it worked really well. And I would have liked to review it, but, um, Brad breaks stationary. Um, it was, uh, it was bad. <laughs> I felt so bad doing that. Cause I, I never do that, especially on products that are loaned to me, you know, like I'm generally careful, oh. but it didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. Like, Oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, I'm just going to do what I would normally do. Right. Except I screwed up the whole thing and I felt really bad. So, um, it works well right up until you, try to do things you shouldn't do and then it did not it no longer worked no longer worked uh, um, i have a question for you is this a new product the new lab it came or? out late last year i want to say like summerish okay. last year they use um, micro usb what year is this yeah <laughs> um they might have had a previous digital pen product but this set right this neo lab yep um thing was launched i want to say last summer but i don't have Micro the exact USB. dates come on but i'm almost certain they i believe they've had something similar before that so sure. they might have just kind of carried over some of this oh, technology no to that no so, there you go well, so you um a valuable if, lesson i feel like i i did and it's all caught on camera and i saved it and it's like you know I felt pretty bad. <laughs> I felt pretty bad. It did not go well on the stream for me. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. So uh, it lives on in infamy. And, uh, you know, you got to keep that stuff out there. We keep it real here at The Pen Addict. I'll put the uh, link in the show notes to the VOD on YouTube if people want to okay. go and watch you destroy a loaned pen. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> All right, this week's episode is brought to you by a returning sponsor, our friends over at Enigma Stationery. Enigma Stationery is a family-owned and operated business that offers unique items made from in-house designs alongside top brands. And they now ship to uh, outside the U.S. to over 25 countries, including Canada, the U.K., Germany, South Korea, Australia, New Zealand, and many more. We are happy to talk today about a brand new product launching today, the special edition number three of The Enigma, which is a pen handmade by the Heinz Pen Company. Is it Heinz? H-I-N-Z-E? I know we spoke about this before. Did we decide it is. You are Heinz? correct. It, yes. The material is a new version of The Enigma, a retired pen blank recipe. This special update includes a more vibrant, sparkling turquoise swirled with a shimmering, translucent black 
to give each pen unique depth. Every pen was custom made in Jim Hines' shop using his Q24 design style, which is a concave barrel section and cap. Every cap finial features the Heinz pen logo medallion. And if you're, ask, if you're asking me, the real special part about this whole pen is the nib. Each nib uh, is engraved but has been electroplated in an exclusive turquoise color formatted to match the pen. We both have these, uh, Dan over at Enigma Stationery sent it in advance. Uh, I got a Heinz pen before, right? I think it was one of the Estabrooks. It was like a pink one. Oh, right? yeah, right, with the nibs. Yeah. Uh, yep. the, yeah, there was just the nibs, right? But this time, it's the whole thing, right? The whole pen. And right. like this, for me, it the color matching of the nib to the body, I cannot believe how <laughs> accurate the color matching is it almost feels impossible to achieve the same color in a, a, a cl- acrylic resin and then in the uh, electroplating like i'm blown away by it so i did something i don't normally do uh-huh. when we get preview products like we get a lot of preview products like you know if we're doing an, an ad a lot of times people like to send products in advance and and dan has done that for enigma and we do that with other companies as well i actually reached out to them on mastodon like just to say how good this was <laughs> and how how much they are just like crushing all of their product releases recently yep. Like they are onto something and from this they, I, and the Mark One that we spoke about. Like, yep, yep. Da- and Dan I, has got I, it going on right now. Yep, and I love the the brilliant bunny from uh, Novelor. Their their big yep. bright red um, pen. The collaborations they're coming up with are just crushing it. So on this pen specifically, like I love the color. I love the material. I didn't realize it was like a, a classic uh, material for them. Um, and I wanted to point out one special thing about the shape of this pen. So it has something that you don't see a ton, but, but it's something I actually enjoy in a pen is the barrel is has a slight concave in it, right? Yeah. So there's different ways to do pen barrels, and there's a million different shapes, and maybe that's a whole podcast on barrel shapes, generally speaking. But what a slight concave does, I don't want a big one, right? I don't want a huge, like, different, like... Um, you know, fast, fast measurements, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to write with a vase. Um, I don't need a bulbous pen, but what happens here is the narrowest section of the barrel. And again, it's minor hits where it rests on your hand. Yes. Yes. So it's, crazy comfortable and i just love that feeling and actually i think you know i I kind of prefer that over uh, a pen that will go the other direction right some have more bulk in the middle like a a straight pen a straight you know barrel pen or a taper barrel pen's fine um or i like this concave as a different shape for me and the way it fits in my hand so you have a concave in the middle of the barrel, you have a slight concave grip section, and then you have a slight concave in the cap, which yep. um, it all just works together, works well with the nib. The biggest challenge was finding an ink to match this. I was trying to go green and aquamarine and all those colors uh, as well. I went with um, Birmingham Pen Co. Uh, eroded bronze, which kind of gives me some of that, some of the black swirl 
some of the gray, some of the green, some of the blue. Like it's a really good match. So, um, I they they crushed it on this one. I yeah. I don't know what to say. It's like they're crushing everything that they make right now, and it's really fun to witness um, someone who's just firing on all cylinders like this. So really, really great job. Yeah, I went with Sailor Ink Studio One Forty. I thought this mm-hmm. felt like a blue one for me. Uh, when yep. I received the pen, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I've never had a pen that has this concave so if you need this described it's like if you imagine purely straight barrel pinch it in the middle right so right. the ends are the are the thickest and then it kind of like towards the middle gets thinner and then out again it's like i've never used a pen like that and i don't think i would necessarily have like been gravi- like gravitated towards that style mm-hmm. but it is so comfortable to hold like it yeah. fits so perfectly in the hand and because you have the concave design, like, you know, so it's like thicker on both ends, the pen retains weight. Where, like, yeah. if you had it just be like conical, right, that it just gets thinner towards the end, so you still achieve the thinner part in the middle where it meets kind of the, the, the where it meets your hand. What is the area called mm-hmm. between your thumb and your finger? I call what it the that? cusp. I call it the cusp. cusp. I, don't, I don't know if that's the accurate The term. cusp of the hand. Uh, if if it just bit got you know they made it so it went thinner there, it'd be fine. But you would lose weight in the pen, and you know I like mm. there to be weight in pens. I don't like it to feel like when I pick up a pen, it's just going to fly over my shoulder, right? Like, right, right. And this doesn't feel that way, even though it's made of resin, and it, I think it's because it's retaining some material at the end, and it gives a really nice balance. So, yep. for me, like this is a very comfortable pen. Uh, obviously, the design is great, but the the real winner is the the nib and just how close that nib is in color to the material so super awesome go check it out for yourself right now uh, it's 240 dollars, which is a steal uh, i mean i genuinely cannot believe this pen is this price me and brad were talking about this before we started today it's an incredibly fair price for this for a uh, quality product like this uh, there are just 50 pieces so you gotta act fast if you want to go check it out go to enigmastationary.com slash pen addict that is enigmastationary.com slash pen addict and use the code pen addict to check out to receive a free gift and discounted shipping uh, of an, an order of $40 or more. That is enigmastationary.com slash pen addict to secure your Enigma Special Edition number three and use the code pen addict to check out to receive free shipping on all, order, all orders over $40 plus a free gift. A thanks to Enigma Stationery for the support of this show and all of Relay FM. All right, Mike. So we're going to bring some of the topics we talked about or some of the specific parts of the specific topics above that we talked about in barrel weight, feel in the hand, balance, tip rattle, all kind of come to play in my conversation around the Maker's Cabinet Laszlo. So I did a review of this brass ballpoint pen from Maker's Cabinet on Monday, and I wanted to bring it up because it's a good conversation to have uh, about pen design and like how we all like different things and you know how what might be good for one person may not be great for another person and like all of those things are like cool like it's it's good to know like what features a pen brings to the table and that way you can decide and one of the things I try to to help with in my review is help you decide like does this type of pen fit my needs for a writing instrument so you're familiar with maker's cabinet mike right yep. they make um some of like the 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 fancy uh ex- nah, extremes not the right word but they uh 
they upgrade a lot of traditional objects in their own style. A lot of brass, a lot of machine parts, a lot of custom build. Um, I did a review of their lead holder called the ferrule um a few months back where it was just like almost like an over-engineered pencil holder uh-huh. and this one the laszlo it's a brass ballpoint and it's actually kind of simple right it's a for for maker's cabinet i would call it a simple design their upgraded piece of this was the um twist mechanism to retract and engage the refill. So they use this magnet, this custom magnet design that they built and designed. And I didn't find it to be great. Like it's fine. Like it certainly wasn't transformative. It didn't change what I thought about, oh, this is how all knocks should be in the future, right? Or all twist mechanisms, I should say. Um, it, it was fine. It was a little bit funky. Um, it didn't work the same every time I tried to engage it. It always worked yeah. at some point, but it didn't work consistently the same every time. Like sometimes I would twist it, you know, do it, give it a half turn. The refill would pop right out and I'd go to town. Other times I would twist it and it would snap back in. I twist it the same, same, and I'd have to like keep going all the way around to get the refill to engage. So it was a little bit inconsistent in that aspect. That's fine. I can deal with that. You know, it, it is what it is. I appreciate someone trying something new, right? Like, that's why, like, I did not have a great time with this pen, but I didn't go out to eviscerate this pen because I want people to keep designing and keep making things. Um, the tip rattle was one of the worst that I've experienced. And that makes me question a lot of the ideas behind this pen. Like, if you put this much effort into creating a cool retractable mechanism the writing experience still needs to be good for me to even consider using it right and it's rare that i have to put an audio file in a pen review but i did on this one yeah because it was so egregious huh it was helpful yeah it was outrageous (laughs) how loud this pen was and all i could think about is like that they had to know, right? Like when you're you're making this, you're going click, 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 click as you write and like you're okay with that? I was like, I I don't understand. I don't understand like the thought behind this being okay. So I was a little bit taken aback by that. Um but like that's as I put in the review, that's something that's easily mitigated. Like you can fix this like really easily, right? Um you know, I could fix it aftermarket, you know, again, tape, <laughs> again, like the Lamy, except I wouldn't break this pen like I broke the Lamy. Um, they actually, I think the clip is probably like the worst decision that they made on the pen. And again, like I'm not trying to like beat down this pen. I'm just trying to discuss like design choices when making products right like it's a good pen like i it's a perfectly fine pen and i think a lot of people will like this pen if you like brass pens and heavy pens but when you make a pen that's 66 grams like for a pen that's very heavy um you know retro 51s for example run run about 28 grams so it's you know an all brass barrel pen you expect to be heavy well this clip is very flimsy right so it doesn't match the weight of the pen and I actually got some feedback from Maker's Cabinet. They reached out to me. I posted on Instagram um, 
that the clip was something a lot of people have pointed out, that it's just not a match for a weighty pen like this brass barrel pen. And they said that they're actually working on a Laszlo version two, and they're going to adjust the clip and they're actually going to make a way you can retrofit a, a clip onto this pen, which all brings me back to say, you're staking your reputation on your design chops. And I think there's just several small things that should have been fixed before this pen launched. If you're making heirloom products and charging an appropriate price for that, I don't want to buy the alpha or beta version of an heirloom product, right? That those things don't add up in my mind, right? Do you understand what I'm what I'm meaning when I'm saying this? If you're selling me the best product you can make, I don't want version two next year. No, like, and also like, I want version two because hey, we're making a good product and we're going to keep working on it. As we get feedback, we're going to make another one. Like that's what we do at Spoke. Like we have a Spoke one and a Spoke two, but we've never said that this is the only pen you'll ever need <laughs> because we want to keep iterating, right? And I feel like they're making products that they should stand alone and yeah. they don't. There's also an Osborne effect issue here, right? Where it's like, which is buy what? our pen now, mm-hmm. but also we're making a better one. It's like, so right, why would right. I buy the pen now? Right. So you're familiar with the Osborne effect? It's a computer no. company called Osborne. Mm-hmm. They made a computer and they were like, and you know, it was on sale and they were like next year, they did like a presentation. We have this incredible computer coming. It's so much better than what you're currently getting. The mm-hmm. company went under because everyone stopped buying their products. Right, right. Because they're like, <laughs> why would you buy one now when in six months' time you know there's a better one coming? It's right. why, you know, big tech companies now are so secret about their stuff, or like companies in mm-hmm. general, right? You don't want people knowing your roadmap because they're going to stop buying your products. You need people to keep buying your products, right? Right. It's the reason and you like, exist as a company. Yeah, and all pen manufacturers, and I'm including myself as a maker myself with Spoke, like we're always going to iterate and try to make our designs better. We think we right. come up with a good design. We're very happy with it. We get people's, but we don't sell it as a singular item. This yeah. is the best, right? But neither we sell can it as, you, like, you know, if you're three months old, you would know you have a new version of the Spoke pen mm-hmm. coming out and it's going to improve mm-hmm. it in a bunch of ways. Six months before, you can't be like, hey, we've got this new one yeah, coming. Because right. no one's going to, because you need to continue selling your product, right? Right. So, like, I just find that so weird. And plus, I feel like for me, the biggest issue I can see on this pen is the way the clip looks and the fact that the clip yeah. appears to just be an aftermarket idea, at least. Yeah, it's not aftermarket, not... but it's a basic stamping, right? So, right. But, like, what I mean is it's, it is a, it is not a permanent part of the, Pen. Right, it's not built into the pen. It's torque screwed yeah. through the barrel, through the hole in the um, pen, which I didn't get a close up shot through the That's hole. So in the weird clip, to say. me that they did it this way. Because mm-hmm. also, like, why does it have the like you know the thing that looks like you slip? You know, you see this a lot, like the ones where you slip a clip onto a pen, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. genuinely, Brad, to me, it feels like like I I don't know, right? But I feel like they made this pen and then realized they needed a clip. Maybe, because yeah. this is such a strange thing to do to do it the way that they've done it. Like, why does it if you if it screws into the pen, right? Which it, as you mm-hmm. say it does. Why does yeah. it have those wings that go around the side? They're to hold the clip in place, but the screw holds the clip in place. Mm-hmm. So why do that? Man, I don't like that style anyway. Like I've never liked that yeah. look. 
Um, but yeah, maybe they'll fix it. It'll be interesting like to see It's a different material. Why is it a different material? The whole pen Let's, is in brass. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, the in my review, like this clip belongs to the aluminum pen was the point that I made yeah. just in in weight and style. And I, I mean, I'm fine with clipless pens, but like I get that a lot of people, you know, like clips on their pens and I, I totally get that. So like this one would have been, I think, better served just without the clip. And I like clips. Type of hole or anything. But I like them I, to I be mean, good and I'd, feel like they're part of the Yeah, design. they can't be in yeah. an add-on. So anyway, my whole premise of like doing this review was not to just like totally bang on this product because Mm -hmm. they actually this actually made me respect the ferrule even more which was a very fidgety lead holder that made me respect that product even more because i actually think this was this was i don't think maker's cabinet did their best work here and i think that's fair for me to say in a review because i want them to do better like, uh-huh. I don't want them to not sell this pen, right? Like, I'm not going out there. Like, I know it wasn't a very positive review, but the idea of the review is, like, I like your work. I I, I don't think you did your best job on this product, and I think it's easily fixable. But then at the same time, you have companies like this that, you know, throw around some marketing terms um, that... <laughs> kind of makes them makes you think that they're unimpeachable designs and they're they're just not right and that's that's more of where i i have some of the hang-ups with this so yeah anyway this is why anyway, it was is tricky right yeah yeah so you know that i i don't know I, I i'll be interested to watch this one and they were they were very positive with the feedback um you know, on the review and just the conversation, you know, that we had and, you know, there's going to be a version two uh, of this pen and uh, we'll see. I, I will actually actively track that because I'm curious what's going to change. If is, is it just going to be the clip? Is it going to be some of the other points that I called out? I don't know because the best part about this was it's the most fairly priced product that they sell. I mean, it's a $90 brass barrel pen and like, that's perfectly fine. Like some of the other products are pretty expensive for what they are. Uh. This one's not, this one's almost cheap for what it is. So, um, we'll see what the next version, uh, ends up being. So related to design, we have not talked about my friends over at CWT in a long time, makers of the pen type a, the pen type B and the pen type C Mike, (laughs) very, uh, very, uh, basic pen names but they've kind of made their own thing out of it and i just happened to see their instagram they've been leaning into the pen type c which of all the pens they make are weird <laughs> this is, is the weirdest me, man why mm-hmm. why of all of them i don't know so this is a traditional gosh what would you call it this is a tr- this is their take on a traditional gift shop pen. That's what I called it back in the day. Like, I Uh like this pen. I use this pen. I literally went, once I saw their latest Instagram, I went and grabbed mine out and started using it. I I like this pen. But back in the day, you could get these flip wire pens like at the gift shop at the end of the ride at the theme park or whatever, you know? It was just like a swag pen idea where you had this clip. Like, I had these back in the 80s and 90s, right? But they did it in very CW and T type of way. And I just wanted to point it out because I think it's so ridiculous but it's so cool um and they're just adding colors they they must be doing really well with this pen because they're adding a lot <laughs> adding a lot of uh, finishes and uh styles to it so i thought it was worth pointing out because it, it cracked oh, me these up Cerakote ones look fantastic 
Yeah, I wonder. Like, this is a um, from a design perspective, it's got to be reasonably straightforward to make. So you can, you're allowed to like you know play around with that a little bit. Like, mine has a clip on it, right? Like, I really like the clip aspect of it, but. Like I wouldn't want to use it all the time because the the flip aspect of it is kind of annoying. Like it's fine. They sell it um, in a seven pack. Which is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like here's a bunch it's, of designs we've done. <laughs> but it's fun. cool. I hadn't talked about them a while in a while, and I saw that, and that just made me smile because this pen is just silly and ridiculous. But it's in, you know, the very CWNT uh, design style, <laughs> which I really appreciate. So, um. Next one, Mike, you added this to the list. I couldn't yeah, remember we, if we talked about this last mm-hmm. week. Uh, speaking speaking of design, what you got here, you 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 run this one. The new Tactile Turn uh, edition for spring 2023 is called 8-Bit, mm-hmm. and it is taking inspiration from video games. I would say it is a slightly mixed inspiration, which I'll get mm-hmm. to in a minute, but like overall... Uh, visually, it appears to be taking color design and uh, inspiration from the NES. Um, mm-hmm. And they have imagery on their websites the same. Uh, so I picked one up because this is an obvious one for me. It's yeah. uh, like a gray body um, with uh, a, finial, a darker gray finial and uh, tip. Nose cone. Nose, Nose cone, cone, yeah. Uh, bright orange clip and the um, the button to retract the pen like the the knock i guess is mm-hmm. bright red and it says reset next to it just like an nes <laughs> uh i picked up the short model okay and i have mixed feelings this okay. is the perfect size i prefer the g2 refill that's the challenge i have with tactile turn yeah um is figuring out which size i like so i think the short is my favorite size Yes. The short is the Parker style refill. Yeah. Right. And so I have like the Jetstream refill that I like. You know, you can get Fisher Space Pen. You can get a few other random things. But you have to go into the standard to get kind of like your classic gel refills, like your G2 Pilot Juices, things that fit that. The standard's a really big pen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, standard is too big. Standard's too big. And then they have the Mini, um, which fits the g2 mini refills which just come in yeah. 0.7 millimeters right so that you're even more limited for me i know that's yeah gonna be too small for me. so here's what i did mike um i have talked to them uh they reached out to me to send me one to review i have asked for a slim barrel in the standard size so this is a new kind of option and I'm going to see if that is the answer to your dilemma and my dilemma as well. I don't think it's a weight thing for me, though. It's length. It's, it's, a, it's too a, it's a long. Big long pen. It that's, is. That's my issue. Um, so that's about it. I, I really like the design, and this pen is awesome. The, the one thing that I said, like, the clip, I don't understand the design of the clip. So like what is that? What is that from? I thought that was like uh, the like the cartridge ridges. Yeah. They, they that's weren't what orange. Think. I don't think it's from anything. And that's the part. This mm. is the part where I think they've fallen down. So okay. the design uh, on the website says, uh, borrowing from one of the most iconic gaming accessories of all time, we deep engraved a ray gun design on the clips before hitting them with orange cerakote. Mm-hmm. Like, I I can't tell exactly what they are emulating. Maybe it's the NES. It's not the duck. The duck hunt. I gun, think it right? might be the duck hunt gun, but the gun wasn't orange. No, but it had the, the that those. Oh, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Hey, this is one of those things where I think it was a market difference. Yeah, okay, I see what they're doing. I know the Duck Hunt gun is gray, Mm -hmm. but I can find here the Duck Hunt gun is orange. There's an orange Duck Hunt gun. This is just one of those things. Like I don't know if you know, but like in Europe and in the US and Japan, the coloring is different for a lot of earlier Nintendo products. Gotcha. Um, And so I was more familiar with the gray uh, duck hunt gun than the orange gotcha. duck hunt gun. Yeah, ours so were yeah, orange. Then yeah. retract what I said. It's awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, they but did I a really good this. job. Yeah, and like the great. packaging is awesome. They've they've mm-hmm. got a picture of it on the site. It looks mm-hmm. like the castle from from Super Mario, and mm-hmm. they include a little little coin in each pack. Yeah, <laughs> they did really. Coin. Yeah, they I did think, really good on this. Oh, one. they put a game. They made a game. That's hilarious. I just found it like <laughs> halfway down the page. They've built yeah. a little uh, a little game you can play. I'm playing it now where I'm a pen <laughs> and I'm shooting stuff. Nice. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? So, yeah, I will uh, have one here in a couple weeks. So uh, I will like, test it out. I'm destroying so. pencils. I like this. They got my oh, hands yeah. what I'm doing. Kill the pencils. Pencils. Mm. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I really... Uh. They, they nailed this. And uh, I, I know they make knives too, right? They have the tactile mm-hmm. knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just putting it out there. Please make a knife in this style too. Yep. I I yep. will dig that so bad. I've I've been wanting to get one of the tactile knives for a while and I just haven't gotten one yet. Right. Uh, please make one that looks like this. That's the ticket. I I think that would be perfect. That's kind of like all the right colors, the right styles, the right uh, ridges, everything. I think everything would be good on that. Yeah, you could really dial that up. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, I dig it. For me, what sold it like one hundred percent is the reset with the red button. Like that <laughs> I, is, I, I saw that first, and I was like, "I'm buying that pen." Yeah, I thought the reset is what actually threw me off for a minute. But the more I thought about it, the more I, I really enjoy the I enjoy it there. I was like, so "Do I really want that text there on there?" But like, that I guess I, I guess I do. You, it's you correct. Reset the pen. Yeah. That is what you do I, to I reset would. the pen. It's very yes. smart. Very I'm a hundred percent in on it. Hundred percent in on it. All right. Should we take a break? Let's do it. Let's thank our friends over at Pen Chalet for the support of this week's episode. Pen Chalet have all your favorite brands and the products that you are looking for. Whether you need a new fountain pen, a new rollerball, maybe you want to see what Pilot's got on offer these days, maybe Sailor, Caveco, and many more, you can go to Pen Chalet. Not only do they have all these products, they are, of course, an authorized dealer, and they have all of the accessories you're going to need too. Whether you want a new carrying case, maybe you're going to a pen show coming up and you want something to take your collection on the road, maybe you're looking for some inks, some fountain pen converters, refills, and so, so, so much more, Pen Chalet have got it. Every couple of weeks, you'll find new and exclusive deals over at Pen Chalet. But of course, in a moment, we're going to tell you about some extra exclusive ones only available for Pen Addict listeners. You can get free shipping on orders of over $75 within the United States for Pen Chalet, but they also sell internationally as well with really great shipping rates. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens, and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So go to penchalet.com, that's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Use the password PENADDICT, and you will be able to get the code that you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet and to feast your eyes upon this week's special deals. They always have sneaky pelicans in sneaky here, pelicans. and it's 
and it drives me crazy because I want them (laughs) despite not really using Pelican pins. I love Pelican pins, right? Like it's, it's one of my great dilemmas is I love literally everything about the Pelicans, except like the nibs are just a little bit too wide for my usage, even like the extra fine steel. Like that's about the only nib I can use, but they have the clear translucent 205, which is just one of the classic demonstrators. I love this stinking pen. It's fantastic. That's that's on the deals page. They also have the gold nib 600 tortoiseshell red. <sighs> like, I love this pen. <laughs> I love this pen. <laughs> it's so good um, with just the the different mm. uh, striated colors throughout the barrel. This was a classic one. It's it's at a price that's just ridiculous. And the one random thing, which I didn't even know this existed. So. Visconti did some really cool materials, part of the carousel edition. So there's a blue one and there's a red one. Um, They have the red material, like the fountain pens are sold out, but they have the rollerball material. I didn't even know this came in a rollerball with this red material. And it's kind of fascinating, this whole thing. So uh, the Visconti's Palace of Versailles party inspired opera demo carousel. It's really wild. You should go look at this pen. Uh, it's it's really, really cool. I love the material. So lots of other pens, lots of inks, uh, lots of storage. If you just go down this list, you're going to find something you love over at penchalet.com. That's penchalet, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T dot com. Our thanks to Penchalet for the support of this show and Relay FM. All right, shout out of the week. Shout I can't believe, I know, I can't believe I have not, this like might have should have been the first shout out and watch watch out that I've done it before, but uh, oh, we've definitely I, I don't think shout, I have. Shout them out before. Like long yeah, time but ago. Not, not in the new version, but not Mountain in of Ink. Era. Mountain of Ink, my goodness, Kelly is the GOAT ink reviewer mm-hmm. of all the ink reviewers of the stationary Pinternet. Um the amount of work they put into their site, into doing all these re- reviews, the consistency of which they present everything throughout their reviews, um, the ability to like sort and figure out like what colors work well together. You can click like if you're looking for a green ink, you can click on the green tag and you get all these visual samples of all these greens. It's fantastic. It's loaded with every ink. If I if I'm ever looking, if someone ever tells me an ink color, I just go to Kelly's site and search it there to get good ink uh, color representation for what uh, I might be interested in. It was I don't know a month or two ago they passed 2,100 ink reviews, Mike. 2,100 individual ink reviews. That's crazy. So congrats to Kelly. Congrats for being an awesome resource. Congrats for being an awesome friend, uh, just for being an awesome person. And yeah, keep it going. I love Mountain of Ink. It's one of the great sites uh, in our little realm. So thank you, Kelly, for doing this. It's I know it's a lot of work. Most definitely. All right, Mike. I am, uh, I'm heading to the Chicago Pen Show Jelly. at the end of this week. Jelly. Uh, big Jelly. Time. I want to go. I love Chicago. Yeah, it's good. So I'll be going in Friday afternoon. I'll mm-hmm. get to the pen show, then leaving Sunday morning. My usual, my new routine's working well. So I haven't been there in five or six years, I'm thinking. I have to go back and look and figure out exactly. Obviously pre-pandemic, but I think it was even a couple years, like, you know, more like 2018-ish, 2017, 2018, somewhere, something like that. So I'm anxious to get back and see what the show's all about, see all my friends in the area. 
um, you know, check out all the fun stuff going on at the show. Um, I see Edison has already come up with their show special like they did in Baltimore that they, they got their hooks in me at Baltimore. And this one's just going to be a problem for me again. Like I don't need another Edison pen after just buying one, but they're doing a Brockton, uh, shape, which is one of their smaller pens, which, you know, I like last one I bought was the Beaumont. They're doing this in a Jonathan Brooks material called dragon Knight. You can imagine how cool this looks. It's very different dark shades um, of blues and lighter and darker blues. It has a translucent mint ink window designed specifically to show only the clear section of the converter. So it looks like it's built in part of the pen. Mm -hmm. Like this is, there's only going to be 15 at the show, just like the last, um, you know, the Palomino Waltz at Sunset that I bought at Baltimore. So I have no idea if I'm going to get this pen. I'm going to try not to. <laughs> My goal is to not buy this pen, Mike. Will Brad pass or fail? Um, place your bets now. So mm-hmm. it's great looking. Um, I'm also going to spend some time with Plotter, uh, hanging out there, checking out all their stuff. Hopefully, I'm going to get my initials painted on my plotter oh. by their staff there, which is something I wanted since San Francisco. Um, saw one of the like the creative director plotter had some some really nice like initials painted on their cover, and I've been talking to them about that. It's like, oh, how do how do they do that? What materials do you use? You know, like what specific paints? And in Chicago, they're actually going to have someone there physically doing that um, as you know, like an add on. Uh, like you can pay to get that added to yeah. your new cover or your existing cover. So I'm going to bring my narrow plotter narrow that I bought in San Francisco. See if I can get uh queued up for that. That's my plan for that. Mm-hmm. And I was also thinking with my plotter, I don't really have it. Like, you know, I saw the, um, the Edison pen, right? Like I'm not really necessarily shopping for any pens, but I was thinking about my plotter and I just happened to run across someone's I can't remember if it's an Instagram post or on Mastodon. Um, about the Lamy CP1. And I've always loved the Lamy CP1 and I don't own one. And I'm wondering if that would be like a perfect permanent plotter pen. Um, I did not mean that to be completely alliterative like that. But it's a like the, my narrow, my plotter narrow has a pretty thin uh, pen loop on there and the CP1's a thinner pen. And if I could have a permanent kind of pen for that spot. Like I'm always trying to, I, I keep a spoke pen in there a lot. I keep a spoke roadie in there a lot. You know, they're thinner traditional pens, but it, the fountain pens are usually too wide for that. And I'm thinking maybe I'll get a Lamy CP one and get like a needlepoint nib grind. And that will be my official plotter hmm. pen. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about that for my, my pen purchase at the Chicago pen show. So, um, side note related to Lamy, and this is probably like a whole, different topic but we've talked about this enough recently they put up a new um instagram post on the lami global page create your own lami safari what are they trying to tell us mike they want you to buy lots of lami safari (laughs) hey if you buy three you can mix and match or or they should just make an orange lami 2000 all right we're not going to get into that too much but i was like what are you (laughs) okay lami like you're 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 lining us up for something here so um, back to Chicago, uh, Kimberly and Sarah, both who write for the pen addict are going to be there. So we're going to try to record something in person there. Maybe a friend of the show episode, uh, for pen addict members, maybe just some fun silliness. I publish who knows what we're going to do, but I'm going to bring my microphone. Um, we'll see. So, and we're just going to hang out, have fun. Like that. I'm just going to these shows to chill out and have fun. Really. 
talk to people, see things, have a good time, relax. Um, these have been pretty relaxing for me. Um, we'll try not to buy too many pins this time. I've, I've bought a lot at the Baltimore and Atlanta pin shows earlier this year. We need to slow that roll a little bit um, where we're not managing our, uh, our acquisitions properly right now. So we'll see if I can continue down that stretch as I link to all the things that I want to buy at the show. So we'll see. Well, I'm very jealous of you. Yeah, and if anyone's there, definitely definitely pull me aside, say hi, interrupt me. Like I'm very yeah. uh happy to talk to anybody wanna wanna chat and say hi. I hope you're there. If you have any questions, need any help at the pen show, I am I am all yours. That's all I'm doing all weekend. So uh well it's all set Friday afternoon, Saturday. Not all weekend. I won't be there Sunday. So definitely stop by, say hi, and uh let me know if I can help you. So we can look forward to a review next week of the pen show. Yep, we'll do a recap uh recap episode next week. All right, until then, if you want to find Brad online, I guess Instagram is probably pretty good for some pen show Instagram's updates. Good. Mm-hmm. Instagram.com slash pen addict. Uh, Brad is also a pen addict on Mastodon. He's on mastodon.social. It's the server that Brad is on. He's at pen addict. You can find him there. Uh, Brad is on twitch.tv slash pen addict, usually three times a week. I'm assuming not so much, potentially, when you're traveling. Although, I guess it won't interrupt too much, will it? Well, let me let me go ahead and say this now. Next week, I have grand jury duty. Oh, My yes. Twitch streaming is probably going to be zero next week, but I have a status page. Uh, Penaddict.status.lol. Is that the correct yes. uh, link? Um, hit that up. I will let you know if I'm planning on streaming next week. Normally I would, but grand jury duty is probably going to take up most of my time next week, which stinks. You would think so. You'd think mm-hmm. so. Uh, penaddict.com, spokedesign.com for Brad's other work. You can find me. I'm at imike, mike.social on Mastodon, and you can find my products at cortexbrand.com. Thank you to Pen Chalet and Enigma Stationery for your support of this week's episode. But most of all, thank you for listening. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>